so I've been holding this in for a while because I didn't want to you know say things in anger but I feel some sort of way about this so I'm gonna talk about it you know on the 6th was my stepson's birthday and I sent a text saying that happy birthday and I love you and I miss you and unfortunately I got no response and also I sent a text to his mother and told him make sure you tell him I said that because just in case he doesn't get my text and she told him so I kind of feel betrayed that um he didn't respond back you know he and I I had three different relationships with three three different three different children you know Ezekiel um, he was um He was the one that was always upset. He was a very emotional child, teenager. and So he was always angry about something. So as far as d- disciplining him, you know, he got it the hardest. Because he was the oldest, but he acted like the youngest. And Shiloh... She was the one who I protected. And um, if anybody messed with her, I would jump right in. And Haven, Haven was the one who was my buddy. You know, him and I, you know, hung out a lot. And we talked a lot and we had a lot of good times. So when he didn't respond, I was surprised and betrayed because regardless of you know how mad he is at me um i was doing the things that i did and it came from love you know i'm a i'm a strict parent you know i have rules and if you don't go by those rules there are consequences and um you know i should have you know unloosened the reins a little but they never gave me a reason to. They always, um, you know, did something that was disrespectful, you know, and with Haven, it was always with school and his grades. You know, he ended up getting kicked out of the school district that he was in. And um, he got kicked out because he did something really stupid. You know, he was around some girl and they started arguing and the girl threatened to call her brother to come and beat up Haven. So Haven had this little weird curved knife and he pulled it out and he was like, you know, well, if your brother comes, he's gonna get this. So he ended up getting kicked out of the school district for that. And um, nothing happened to the girl because um, she also hit Haven and pulled his hair but nothing happened to her. And so Haven had to go to another school, which was a pain because it was a lot of driving that year of getting him to school. And also we had Shyla go to the same school as him because Shyla was having problems with some girls and we didn't want to have to deal with that the whole school year. 
so she went to the same school as him so it was it was quite the journey getting them to school every day and picking them up and that's what I did you know so I did a lot and sometimes you know I would get to work late and um because of it but I sacrificed and did it once again I did it so when he graduated from that school which was a miracle um he went to you know high school and the high school he was supposed to go to um was um a school that was he didn't want to go to so the last thing i did for him was get him into the high school that he wanted to go to you know he wasn't supposed to go there but um i called him and i was persistent and he they, he ended up going in and i didn't think too much of it cuz i was like it's remote remote learning anyway so he's not going to be in the school so he ended up getting the school that he was going to go that he wanted to go to because he told his mother that if he didn't get into the high school he wasn't going to school and there was nothing she can do about it because i wasn't living there so he didn't care and um so i got him in just so everyone could just be okay and not have to deal with that nonsense or she not deal with it because i wasn't there so that that was the last thing i did and um you know the last thing he did before his birthday to hurt me was um he took back the keyboard i was using as part of my recovery and he knew that he gave me the keyboard because he said he didn't want it anymore because he didn't use it and it took up took up too much space in his room and you know he just didn't want it so he gave it to me and then when when i moved he took it back so i was like all right you know and his um his mother was like oh he's going to learn how to play the keyboard when well, last i heard he hasn't even touched it so he just did it to hurt me which is fine and um like i'll keep wondering like he must really have a lot to be angry about and um which is something that they is not for me to understand it's just the way it is you know with the kids uh, i always like i said i was strict but if you did what you had to do i kept always would tell him i give you whatever you want all you had to do was just follow the rules be respectful you know go to school get good grades don't have the principal call me saying we got another problem with you and that's it you know do your chores that's it it was just set so when they wasn't doing that then they had to deal with the consequences so i guess they are so upset that they didn't like the fact that there were so many consequences because they were like i i ran a tight ship and maybe that's the reason why um you know things went 
the way they did because it was too much um there was no abuse i mean i wouldn't physically abuse my kids i mean i said things that i shouldn't have said you know i said a lot of things out of anger you know i had to deal with you know with the entire family you know whenever there was an argument it was all of them against me and um so i always had to deal with that and i had a wife who just always sided with the kids you know we were never a team never and um she always sided with them so you know that's what made us weak and um so i mean it was always a battle you know they both have stolen from me you know they both were disrespectful I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know if you could look into the eyes of a 13, 14, and 17-year-old and them talking to you like you're their age. Like, just no respect. And so that's the reason why I didn't loosen up is because I'm not going to have, you know, kids disrespect me and me turn around and you know give them whatever they want and let them get away with all that stuff and let them talk to me like I'm crazy no I'm sorry so that's the reason why um you know it wasn't like that you know even when I was gone you know I was always getting the phone calls of you know they're doing this or they're doing that and it's like it just never stopped so it got to the point which is so bad where I had to leave and like I said after I left you know the phone call phone call still came in because I was still they still had me running the house you know because they said you know that you know she was too lenient on the boys and was too hard, hard on Shyla. So Shyla would always call me, always call me. And I had to discipline them from a whole other household. And that just, that was too much. Now I'm telling you, all this stuff that I went through for so many years, like, God has truly been gracious to me. Like, really spared my life. Like, I'm surprised I'm, I'm alive. You know, with all the stress and just all the, you know, dealing with not being loved and just dealing with a relationship because you love someone and they don't love you the same back. But you deal with it because you're married and you're committed to a marriage. And you, you took vows in front of God. And I, I've always kept my vows. Always kept my vows. And, um, you know, I never broke my vows, you know. You know, she did, but I never did. And um, it is what, the, what it is, and that's the reason why we're getting this divorce. But um, with Haven, it's like, is just betrayal 
so this is the reason why I feel the way I feel and um, this is the reason why um, it's getting to the point where I'm like I'm not gonna try anymore you know even with Shyla I called her a couple of weeks ago and told her she can come and spend the weekend with me because now I have Wi-Fi and she can not even the weekend she can come whenever if she has to do school I have the, the capability for her to do her homework and her classwork but she made up some excuse and you know she didn't come so I'm just to the point where it's like hey you know I've tried you know the same way I've, I've tried with Rainbow and the same way I tried with the kids and it's not working so you know I just have to let it all go and not reach out and try anymore and just pray for them which is what I do every day I pray for their safety every day and um well like I said I've been holding back on this there's there's more but that's all um I want to talk about tonight because it's already taken way too much of my energy and um so you guys have a blessed evening and um you'll hear from me again i haven't been on here for a while and the holidays are over and i just wanted to get on here and talk about thanksgiving christmas and my birthday um i spent the holidays with some friends these friends are also um work underneath my soon-to-be ex-wife and the reason why i say soon-to-be ex-wife is because i just filed the paperwork today so now all i have to do is wait for her to be served and wait for a court date so i spent the holidays with some with friends with a couple who work under my my soon-to-be ex-wife and she was not pleased about this because she thought that there was something going on and they're not um number one because i'm still married and i don't intend to sin and have a relationship even though we're separated we're still married and as long as we're married i i'm not going to pursue a relationship until my divorce is final because that is how god intended it to be and i did not break our vows um she did um she broke our vows by cheating and she broke our vow our vows by abandoning me when i was at my most vulnerable when i had my stroke so um that is her sins to bear i do not intend to take on her sins or create any of my own i am saved and i'm totally focused on god 
because he is the one who has taken me through this whole whole ordeal. Um, it's been quite the process. Um, I had a setback, and I'm living through it, and I'm doing the best I could possibly do, regardless of my setback. He gives me the strength to turn to him every morning and read the word, and he gives me the strength to do my exercises and get better every day. So, of course, when she heard this, I guess she was a little jealous and upset that I spent time with them during the holidays. But, you know, I got the offer and I did not want to spend time alone. So I took them up on the offer and my Thanksgiving and Christmas and my birthday was great. I enjoyed it a lot. I had a lot of fun. And I was also given the gift of my baby who I'm petting right now. Her name her name is Amani and she is my cat and she's beautiful and she keeps my company. And this is what um, my friend had given to me for Christmas. So I'm forever grateful to her. So although she was upset, I had a wonderful time. And unfortunately, when I submitted my paperwork, um, the one thing I did incorrect was I had one of the birth dates wrong for one of the kids. So I had to resubmit it and I did that and I got the paperwork back and everything was correct. So I was able to pay the fee and send it in and now it's all going to be processed. So I had the opportunity to change my paperwork and just write down irreconcilable differences. But what I decided to do was tell my entire story and this angered my ex because it's heartbreaking what we went through. Um, There were some things that happened that um, if found out, they could possibly be, be an investigation because she currently works in the prison system as a CEO and when the courts get this information, more than likely she'll be investigated. There's a lot of things that are going on in the household that should not be going on, like underage drinking from an 18 year old and a 15 year old. And my stepdaughter is bearing the brunt of all that pain because she is getting hurt a lot by her brothers who are saying very negative and hurtful things to her. And um, there's nothing I can do. And not once did they reach out to me. Um, Only my stepdaughter made a gift for me for my birthday. Um, She even forgot to reach out to me but she did after the fact. And the only gift I received from her was something that she made and I I love it. And it just shows that she was thinking about me. The boys did not think about me at all. They did not reach out 
for Christmas on my birthday. And I expected that because they don't have any intention on forgiving me. And that's okay because I've forgiven them. So that's all that matters. And they're not taught forgiveness. And the reason why they're so mad at me is because I was a very strict parent and a lot of the things that's going on would never go on in my presence if I were there. And they know this. So they're living the life that they want to live of being able to do what they want to do and say what they want to say and drink and smoke weed and just live that kind of life, you know, as minors. Well, one is an adult, but still not old enough to drink. And what he does is encourage his brother to drink, and his brother is only 15. So what I heard was that he forced his younger brother to drink so much that he threw up. And I was told all of this by my daughter because she broke down and she was just told me things that were going on in the household. I never questioned her because I did not want to put that kind of pressure on her. She just couldn't hold it in anymore. And she told me these things were happening. And she also told me that her brothers always tell her that she wish they wish that she was dead and that she's ugly and they just say things to ruin ruin her self-esteem which is a horrible thing and there's nothing I can do to protect her and when I was at the home I always protected her and this is the reason why we always had fights so but I'm not there to protect her anymore but what I did tell her because she came here and spent a couple of days with me I told her if she ever wanted a break, she's always welcome to come to my home and stay as long as she wants. And um, she knows the door is always open to her. And she also told me that my ex is now started a new relationship with a man. And this man's name is um, Jesse. And um, which is fine. I really don't care about that because, you know, I expect my ex to start a new relationship. I mean, she's young and she's raising teenagers. So, I mean, of course, she's going to start a relationship, which is fine with me. I just want to make sure that my daughter, my stepdaughter, is okay. And from what I'm hearing, she's not. So um, when I had the opportunity to change the paperwork and not document everything that happened in the 13 years that we were together, I decided not to change a word because I really need someone to step in and save my stepdaughter. And I'm thinking that once I submit it to the courts, then an investigation would be conducted and things will hopefully change. So it was a reality check, and this, that, and that did not please my ex at all. 
she's very upset you know I actually approached her and told her I actually warned her because I didn't want her to get blindsided again here I am being nice when I didn't have to be because no one was nice to me and no one remembered me but I didn't want to be that person and if I'm you know turning to the Lord to the Lord then I can't be but part of me is still hurt and part of me wants things part of me wants atonement atonement and so there's some things I still need to work on with myself and I'll continue to do the work and be better but I submitted the paperwork and now their lives may be investigated and I was told that because I submitted the paperwork that they're coming after me financially and they're gonna ask for I to pay back you know all the monies that was spent as far as you know my health insurance and um which is I don't care it doesn't matter what they order me to do I don't think it's gonna happen I'm on disability so I don't receive much so regardless if they told me to pay that back where you gonna get it from <laughs> unless I hit the lotto you're not gonna get that money back so you can do she can do whatever she wants to do but right now she's angry and when this was all happening I've always asked to go to counseling but I was always told no because all of the secrets would come out and they would think you would have to she would have to pay for everything that she has allowed to go on so that's the reason why she never wanted to do do counseling and um and she had actually decided to you know continue with her life and cheat on me while we were still married yeah we were separated but you know she still decided to cheat and people may feel where you're separated you know I don't think that's how God feels we're still married and we still have vows you know there were so many things that happened to me after my stroke and I was treated poorly to the point where I actually got in a car and I wasn't supposed to drive and I got out of it I left because I was treated bad poorly and there was a lot of alcohol going drink a lot of alcohol and a lot of you know anger and just I just had to leave because I always knew I couldn't do better by myself and I didn't deserve to be treated that way so I left and I never turned back and I've been here on my own taking care of myself like I knew I could and my life is getting better and I'm still doing things to get better with my rehab I still have things little setbacks where I forget things like the other day I went to 
an appointment that did not exist because it's next week and it wasn't last week but hey it's just part of the learning process so just things like that and um but I'm doing better and I, I submitted my paperwork on my own I filled out everything on my own you know I didn't have any help and I'm proud of that because when you have a stroke it affects your thought process and it's hard to you know decipher things and figure out things that you're reading and learning but I really did a good job and I was able to complete my paperwork so now it's just waiting for what the judge has to say and I guess I think I left this out um yeah I would not be with this woman not only because I'm married but my ex is white the one I was with before was white and there's no way I'm going to be with another woman who is white and not because I have anything against white women but it's because I want to be with someone more like me someone who I have more in common with and um, I don't hate anyone for their skin color I just want to be with someone who I have more in common with so I don't intend to make that mistake so for her to think I was with this woman um, it's just totally false false and there's no way I would do that again I don't have any intentions to be with someone who is completely the opposite and I don't have any intention to be with anyone until my divorce is final and I don't even know who I'm going to be with because I'm still trying to figure that part of my life I don't know if God wants me to be with the woman but I know whomever he wants me to be with it can't be with a man because I'll never feel comfortable with a man so if it's by myself then I'll just be by myself and um, now I'm just waiting I'm going to wait for the paperwork to get submitted and just wait for the results so as far as today goes my stepdaughter can come here whenever she wants but I'll never speak to anyone else again um, I'll never speak to her again the only time we will speak speak is in court and I'm actually done with the boys because they made it clear that they want nothing to do with me because I'm the strict parent and and they know the life that they're living now would never be allowed if I was there even when I was there there was one time when the oldest son asked me could he bring his girlfriend to the house and and this is when I was recovering from my stroke and I said yes but she cannot go in your room and he got so mad at me and said some really mean things but it's not that I was trying to control his life is that I don't want you to get someone pregnant so I'm actually saving you 
I'm not hurting you, but they don't see it that way. So it's okay. Um, my life is so much better now. And today's the day is when I'm finally free. And today's the day where I submitted my paperwork. And now my life begins. And once this divorce is final, every photo that I have saved, every memory is all going to be deleted because I'm living a new life now and my old life is gone in more ways than one. So I look forward to my future. I look forward to going back east and being closer to my family. And I look forward to leaving this all behind because it's been very hurtful and I'm happy that it's coming to an end. And I'll be very happy when it's finally over. So if you um, listen to this to the end, I appreciate it. It's my life. And I look forward to the next chapter. And I'm happy. And I'm content. And I'm just, just going to let everything go. I'm free of it all. And I turned 52. And I'm happy. My birthday was a day after Christmas. And I had a really nice birthday. And my new year was really nice. I spent my new year on a Zoom call with my family. So that was fun. It was nice to see them again. And we just danced the way we used to every year during the holidays. So I hope everyone is having a blessed year. Um, We got the uh, inauguration coming up soon. And um, I can't wait for that because it may not be a peaceful transfer of power, but it's a transfer. So um, be blessed and um, just pray for this country and pray for each other. And um, God is so good and he's just good to me. And I love him so much and I thank him for saving me and I thank him for changing my life. And I can't wait for the next chapter to begin. been on here for a while and the holidays are over and I just wanted to get on here and talk about Thanksgiving, Christmas and my birthday. Um, I spent the holidays with some friends. These friends also um, work underneath my soon-to-be ex-wife and the reason why I say soon-to-be ex-wife is because I just filed the paperwork today. So now all I have to do is wait for her to be served and wait for a court date. So I spent holidays with some with friends, with a couple who work under my my soon-to-be ex-wife. And she was not pleased about this because she thought, that there was something going on and they're not um, number one because I'm still married and I don't intend to sin and have a relationship even though we're separated we're still married 
and as long as we're married, I am not going to pursue a relationship until my divorce is final because that is how God intended it to be. And I did not break our vows. Um, she did. Um, she broke our vows by cheating and she broke our, vow- our vows by abandoning me when I was at my most vulnerable when I had my stroke so um, that is her sins to bear I do not intend to take on her sins or create any of my own I am saved and I'm totally focused on God because he is the one who has taken me through this whole whole ordeal um, it's been quite the process um, I had a setback and I'm living through it and I'm doing the best I could possibly do regardless of my setback he gives me the strength to turn to him every morning and read the word and he gives me the strength to do my exercises and get better every day so of course when she heard this I guess she was a little jealous and upset that I spent time with them during the holidays. But, you know, I got the offer and I did not want to spend time alone. So I took them up on the offer and my Thanksgiving and Christmas and my birthday was great. I enjoyed it a lot. I had a lot of fun. And I was also given the gift of my baby who I'm petting right now. Her name, her name is Amani, and she is my cat, and she's beautiful, and she keeps my company. And this is what um, my friend had given to me for Christmas, so I'm forever grateful to her. So, although she was upset, I had a wonderful time. And unfortunately, when I submitted my paperwork, um, the one thing I did incorrect was I had one of the birth dates wrong for one of the kids so I had to resubmit it and I did that and I got the paperwork back and everything was correct so I was able to pay the fee and send it in and now it's all going to be processed so I had the opportunity to change my paperwork and just write down irreconcilable differences but what I decided to do was tell my entire story and this angered my ex because it's heartbreaking what we went through Um, there were some things that happened that um, if found out they could possibly be being investigation because she currently works in the prison system as a CEO and when the courts get this information more than likely she'll be investigated there's a lot of things that are going on in the household that should not be going on like underage drinking from an 18 year old and a 15 year old and my stepdaughter 
is bearing the brunt of all that pain because she is getting hurt a lot by her brothers who are saying very negative and hurtful things to her and um, there's nothing I can do and not once did they reach out to me Um, only my stepdaughter made a gift for me for my birthday Um, she even forgot to reach out to me but she did after the fact and the only gift I received from her was something that she made and I, I love it and it just shows that she was thinking about me the boys did not think about me at all they did not reach out for Christmas or my birthday and I expected that because they don't have any intention on forgiving me and that's okay because I've forgiven them so that's all that matters and they're not taught forgiveness and the reason why they're so mad at me is because I was a very strict parent and a lot of the things that's going on would never go on in my presence if I were there and they know this so they're living the life that they want to live of being able to do what they want to do and say what they want to say and drink and smoke weed and just live that kind of life you know as minors well one is an adult but still not old enough to drink and what he does is encourage his brother to drink and his brother is only 15 so what I heard was that he forced his younger brother to drink so much that he threw up and I was told all of this by my daughter because she broke down and she was just told me things that were going on in the household I never questioned her because I did not want to put that kind of pressure on her she just couldn't hold it in anymore and she told me these things were happening and she also told me that her brothers always tell her that she wish they wish that she was dead and that she's ugly and they just say things to ruin ruin her self-esteem which is a horrible thing and there's nothing I can do to protect her and when I was at the home I always protected her and this is the reason why we always had fights so but I'm not there to protect her anymore but what I did tell her because she came here and spent a couple of days with me I told her if she ever wanted a break she's always welcome to come to my home and stay as long as she wants and um, she knows the door is always open to her and she also told me that my ex is now started a new relationship with a man and this man's name is um, Jesse and um, which is fine I really don't care about that because you know I expect my ex to start a new relationship I mean she's young and she's raising teenagers so I mean of course she's gonna start a relationship which is fine with me I just want to make sure 
that my daughter, my stepdaughter, is okay. And from what I'm hearing, she's not. So um, when I had the opportunity to change the paperwork and not document everything that happened in the 13 years that we were together, I decided not to change a word because I really need someone to step in and save my stepdaughter. And I'm thinking that once I submit it to the courts, then an investigation would be conducted and things will hopefully change. So it was a reality check and this, that, and that did not please my ex at all. She's very upset. You know, I actually approached her and told her, I actually warned her because I didn't want her to get blindsided. Again, here I am being nice when I didn't have to be because no one was nice to me and no one remembered me, but I didn't want to be that person. And if I'm, you know, turning to the Lord, to the Lord, then I can't be. But part of me is still hurt. And part of me wants things. Part of me wants atonement. Atonement. And so there's some things I still need to work on with myself. And I'll continue to do the work and be better. But I submitted the paperwork and now their lives may be investigated. And I was told that because I submitted the paperwork that they're coming after me financially and they're gonna ask for I to pay back, you know, all the monies that was spent as far as, you know, my health insurance and um which is I don't care. It doesn't matter what they order me to do. I don't think it's gonna happen. I'm on disability, so I don't receive much. So regardless if they told me to pay that back, where are you gonna get it from? <laughs> Unless I hit the lotto, you're not gonna get that money back. So you can do, she can do whatever she wants to do. But right now she's angry and when this was all happening, I've always asked to go to counseling, but I was always told no because all of the secrets would come out and there would think you would have to, she would have to pay for everything that she has allowed to go on. So that's the reason why she never wanted to do, do counseling. And, um, and she had actually decided to, you know, continue with her life and cheat on me while we were still married. Yeah, we were separated, but, you know, she still decided to cheat. And people may feel where you're separated. You know, I don't think that's how God feels. We're still married and we still have vows. You know, there were so many things that happened to me after my stroke and I was treated poorly to the point where I actually got in a car and I wasn't supposed to drive and I got out of it. I left because 
I was treated bad, poorly, and there was a lot of alcohol going, drink a lot of alcohol, and a lot of, you know, anger, and just, I just had to leave, because I always knew I couldn't do better by myself, and I didn't deserve to be treated that way, so I left, and I never turned back, and I've been here on my own, taking care of myself, like I knew I could, and my life is getting better, and I'm still doing things to get better with my rehab. I still have things, little setbacks, where I forget things. Like the other day, I went to an appointment that did not exist because it's next week and it wasn't last week. But hey, it's just part of the learning process. So just things like that. And um, but I'm doing better. And I, I submitted my paperwork on my own. I filled out everything on my own. You know, I didn't have any help. And I'm proud of that. Because when you have a stroke, it affects your thought process. And it's hard to, you know, decipher things and figure out things that you're reading and learning. But I really did a good job. And I was able to complete my paperwork. So now it's just waiting for what the judge has to say. And I guess I think I left this out. Um, yeah, I would not be with this woman, not only because I'm married, but my ex is white. The one I was with before was white. And there's no way... <laughs> I'm going to be with another woman who is white and not because I have anything against white women, but it's because I want to be with someone more like me, someone who I have more in common with. And um, I don't hate anyone for their skin color. I just want to be with someone who I have more in common with. So I don't intend to make that mistake. So for her to think I was with this woman, um, it's just totally false, false. And there's no way I would do that again. I don't have any intentions to be with someone who is completely the opposite. And I don't have any intention to be with anyone until my divorce is final. And I don't even know who I'm gonna be with because I'm still trying to figure that part of my life. I don't know if God wants me to be with the woman, but I know whomever he wants me to be with, it can't be with a man because I'll never feel comfortable with a man. So if it's by myself, then I'll just be by myself. And um, now I'm just waiting. I'm gonna wait for the paperwork to get submitted and just wait for the results. So as far as today goes, my stepdaughter can come here whenever she wants, but I'll never speak to anyone else again. Um, I'll never speak to her again. The only time we will speak, speak is in court, and I'm actually done with the boys. 
because they made it clear that they'd want nothing to do with me because I'm the strict parent and and they know the life that they're living now would never be allowed if I was there. Even when I was there, there was one time when the oldest son asked me, could he bring his girlfriend to the house? And, and this is when I was recovering from my stroke. And I said, yes, but she cannot go in your room. And he got so mad at me and said some really mean things. But it's not that I was trying to control his life. It's that I don't want you to get someone pregnant. So I'm actually saving you. I'm not hurting you, but they don't see it that way. So um, it's okay. Um, My life is so much better now. And today's the day is when I'm finally free. And today's the day where I submitted my paperwork. And now my life begins. And once this divorce is final, every photo that I have saved, every memory is all going to be deleted because I'm living a new life now and my old life is gone in more ways than one. So I look forward to my future. I look forward to going back east and being closer to my family. And I look forward to leaving this all behind because it's been very hurtful and I'm happy that is coming to an end and I'll be very happy when it's finally over so if you um, listen to this to the end I appreciate it it's my life and I look forward to the next chapter and I'm happy and I'm content and I'm just just gonna let everything go I'm free of it all and I turned 52 and I'm happy. My birthday was a day after Christmas and I had a really nice birthday and my new year was really nice. I spent my new year on a Zoom call with my family. So that was fun. It was nice to see them again. And we just danced the way we used to every year during the holidays. So I hope everyone is having a blessed year. We got the uh, inauguration coming up soon. And um, I can't wait for that because it may not be a peaceful transfer of power, but it's a transfer. So um, be blessed and um, just pray for this country and pray for each other. And um, God is so good and he's just good to me. And I love him so much. And I thank him for saving me. And I thank him for changing my life and I can't wait for the next chapter to begin.